Good evening and welcome to another Tailborn Meetings with Jesus podcast. I'm Bernard Needham. I'll be your host tonight. We are continuing our Bible lesson in the Commands of Christ, which we've been in for a while, uh, but it's been a, a good study, I feel like. And we'll be winding it up here for, for too much longer. But tonight we're going to be looking at Love the Lord. So our objective for tonight is for Christian firefighters and first responders to be equipped to understand the importance of loving the Lord with everything that is written, that is within them. The primary Bible reference tonight is out of Matthew 22, verses 39 and 40. And also we're going to be looking in 1 Corinthians 13 and John 3. So let's jump in with our introduction. You know, firefighters and first responders, they join the fire service for many different reasons. Some do it for a paycheck. Some may do it for personal benefit. There are volunteers departments that may offer a retirement check after so many years of service, or maybe a tax break for joining their department. Others might join for the prestige or the excitement the fire service offers. Many young children dream of the day when they will be old enough to join a department and make all the noise going to fires. Some will even join out of obligation to their community or to their friends or family. Whatever the case, over 1.1 million people are serving as firefighters in America. While each one joins for a different reason, we can all tell their level of sincerity by the amount of time and effort that goes into the profession. Some do the bare minimum. They don't care about excelling, only getting by. Others give it all they have. They attend training. They read articles to improve their skills. They're constantly practicing their skills. They truly love the fire service and it shows. Most times others in the department, they'll look up to them. And they're constantly giving back to the department that they love. But what about our faith? Do we love the Lord? Is our actions backing up what we tell others? We are encouraged to love the Lord with everything that is within us. We don't do it to earn our place in heaven or out of obligation. We should do it out of a grateful heart that wants others to experience the same love of the Savior. Others easily be able to see how much love we have for God. So we're going to look at some definitions now of what is love. The term love is often misused. Folks today are substituting lust for love. Media is tainting our perception of love and our warped ideas are coming into the mainstream churches. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. 
Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will be passed away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. You know, when we were children, we talked like children. A lot of times when we were children, we reasoned like a child. We thought like a child. We talked like a child. But when we become adults, we should put away childish things. You know, we should only see a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. In part, I shall know, know fully, even as I am fully known. And now, these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And that's out of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 13. So let's jump into our lesson tonight. Love the Lord. How can you tell a tree is an apple tree? Let's read Matthew twenty-two thirty-three through 40. The Bible says that hearing that Jesus has silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And he and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and all the prophets hang on these two commandments. So this section is a conversation between Jesus and the Pharisees. The Sadducees are only referenced here because the conversation we are looking at follows one of the Sadducees that has with, has with Jesus concerning the resurrection. Jesus easily silenced the negative discussion concerning the wrong interpretation the Sadducees had about the resurrection. The reference to the first and greatest commandment was labeled at a time reference because it occurred in the Old Testament and it came first. But first notice here how Jesus' answer became, begins with, Love the Lord your God. If the term Lord is referring to Jesus Christ, which I believe it is, we are reminded that Jesus is part of the Trinity. The natural question we should ask ourselves, are we loving the Lord our God with everything we have, or do we only give the leftovers? So take this simple test. Add up everything you do in a day. The total should add up to 24 hours. Include the time you sleep, ate, worked, worked out in the gym, 
time spent watching television or surfing the web, and the time you give to God. If our time to God for God is under an hour each day, do we really love God? So now let's dig a little deeper into this as we finish up this study. Now that this section, it mentions how the Pharisees got together. This is a deliberating plotting against Jesus to trap him. Obviously, the wisdom of Jesus is far greater than the wisdom of man. While it was a common practice of the day to ask and discuss religious questions to rabbis, this was not the intent of the Pharisees. They wanted to discredit Jesus and his ministry. Their livelihood was at stake. Remember, Jesus has already exposed the religious rulers for turning God's temple into a den of thieves in Matthew 21. So we see in verses 37 and 38, it's a direct quote from Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. This portion of the first five books of the Bible were repeated twice a day by the Jewish leaders, once in the morning and once in the evening. With all your heart, perhaps as an indication of our inward desire to know and obey God. The Bible regularly encourages us to look at our heart and see if our actions align with what we say. In the Commands of Christ Bible study, we have been learning how Jesus always sees our heart's action and encourages us to a higher standard. With all your soul. Our soul is, our, is the spiritual part of our physical body. Do we care and nurture our soul? Or do we put more time and effort into our physical body? With all your mind. Probably a reference to our intellect. How much time and effort do we place each day on biblical truth? Does it consume us or do we give God the leftovers? The three nouns together could possibly indicate the true essence of man and his loyalty or lack thereof to his creator. Rather than looking at each one separately, Jesus must have been given a reference to the whole person and where he or she stands daily with God. Jesus goes on to say that another commandment is equally important to the first one. He explains to love your neighbor as yourself. The language suggests that these two commands are equal in value and one is not higher than the other. We are to love the Creator and those He has created in His image. So remember, we have always been encouraged to love our enemies in Matthew 5, 44-46. There is no exemption clause for the Christian. So these two commandments do not do away with all the other commandments that are presented in the Bible. If Jesus would have made that reference, he certainly would have failed the Pharisees' test. He is saying, however, that all the other commandments hang on these two. 
There are two anchor points for every other commandment given to man. So what are some practical ways we can show others how much we love him? I'll read a couple of, uh, or a few verses to, to you just kind of representing this. John fourteen twenty one says that whoever has my commands and keeps them is one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father. And I too will love them and show myself to them. First John 2, 4-6 says that whoever says I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And then finally, Colossians 3.14 says that, And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So as I close, what's our application for first responders out of this lesson? I think John the Baptist said it the best when he said that, he must become greater. I must become less. Firefighters and first responders should resist the urge to place personal wants and desires above that of loving the Lord. So as always, we're going to leave you with three discussion questions. Just think about answering on your own. The first one is, why is it easy for firefighters and first responders to love self? over loving God. Our second one is, what are some practical ways we can love the Lord better? And then finally, why does it, why does it, is it so difficult to love God in the fire service in this generation? So our Bible memorization is Luke eighteen sixteen, But Jesus called them to him saying, let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. So our prayer request tonight, as I get as I close, is that we might learn to love the Lord with all of our hearts, with all of our souls, and with all of our minds. Thank you for listening. This was a little longer lesson, um, but again, thank you for being here. And I'd like to leave you with this, if we can ever help you in the ministry, if uh, you need somebody to talk to, um, whatever it might be, look us up, um, give us a call, shoot us a text, shoot us an email. Um, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to help you any way we can. And as always, y'all have a good week. Stay safe. And until next time, God bless.